Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Want to join me in an epic strategy and growth masterclass this January? I'm hosting two masterclasses targeted to planning your biggest, most organized year yet. For more info, head to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash January workshops or head to our socials for more info. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hey guys, it's Claire O'Shea here and welcome back to another episode of the Assemble Dance Studio Coaching Podcast and Happy New Year. Woo! <laughs> this episode will be released on the 1st of January, so I hope that you're either, you know, relaxing in the sunshine or if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, cuddle up in front of a fire, yeah, sipping on a hot, hot chocolate. chocolate. I hope that your hangovers aren't too bad and that you're feeling really positive and excited for an amazing year ahead. So in this episode today, I'm going to keep it light and fun. I'm going to be touching on what I'm looking forward to in 2023 to get you starting to think about maybe some things that you could change or tweak or add to your business, as well as some industry trends and some general trends that I feel like uh, I might, I just, I sort of have it in my thoughts that I'm going to be seeing a bit more next year and to kind of prepare you guys so you can have that in the back of your mind as well. So again, happy new year. I'm so excited for everything that is coming up for uh, all of us as studio owners in this much more sort of certain time, I guess. Um, Just really so excited to be starting the year without having to be really stressed about COVID lockdowns and stuff. And obviously COVID's around, it's never going away, but I guess we do have that more certainty in our business, which is very, well, much more positive and exciting. So let's jump into these things that I'm really excited for in 2023. So as always, I have the wonderful Mariah here with me. Hi guys, welcome to 2023. I know, it's so weird to say. I've been, because this is a weird month, like we're not shocking to you guys. We're recording in December, so it's still 2022. <laughs> but I feel like the month of December for us mm-hmm. as Australian dance studio mm-hmm. owners is a bit strange because we've most of us are finishing up our end of year. We're planning so much for 2023 mm. that you I kind of forget which year I'm in. I know. I, I keep thinking like I'm in 2023, like when I'm writing a um, report or something like that and I have to write 2022. It feels a bit funny. It is. Well, it's just, yeah, it's bizarre. But anyway, yeah. so. It's, it was funny, but it's yeah. what it is. Time. <laughs> what is time? So things that I'm excited for, I've got it broken down into kind of like three little areas. I've got it uh, excited for as a studio owner in the industry as well as assemble, and then we're going to touch on a couple of trends. So as a studio owner, this – yeah, well, it is this, this year, 2023. I'm really excited for more growth. As you guys know – we, well, everyone has had a pretty rough few years with COVID. That's just a given. But l- 
Last year, so in 2022, you know that I purchased a new studio, in, uh, a new studio which was the studio where I grew up, and that's going really, really well. The transition uh, has been, you know, a big, a big process, but it's gone, you know, as smoothly as I could possibly anticipate. So that was really fantastic. And we also took over a couple more school locations. So for those of you who don't know, I have two like traditional studio locations in with, uh, you know, the dance floors and the mirrors and. Elise, uh, and then we now have five school locations. So these are what we sort of like call our pop-up mobile locations. And these are at local primary schools across our region. And we look at these as feeder programs for our main studios. So we have five of these now. And so we have taken over two lo- uh, two locations from another dance studio owner who was looking to step away. So there is sort of like an inbuilt clientele there already you know Mm -hmm. obviously nothing is guaranteed but it's not a fresh new location we find it takes quite a a while to build up um, school locations so it's definitely not a quick fix not something that anyone should get into uh, because I think it's going to add you know a couple hundred kids to their program overnight it's definitely uh, I would say a a slow Mm. learn do you agree I agree I agree with that. Yeah, like we have one location we've probably had for like five or six years. Yeah. And now those classes are mostly full. Yes. And we are known to be there. Yeah. But a couple of our newer locations, you know, they're still quite small. We Mm. really do have to kind of know that it's like an ongoing process. Yeah. But we've seen um, that it works for us, but not everyone has the time or the team members, I guess, to be spread out in so many locations. So for me personally, again, I'm really excited for growth. I'm, again, so excited uh, to be spending more time growing my team, nurturing my team, working with my team, uh, being at the studio a little bit more in terms of like work life. Mm-hmm. Um, for those uh, listeners who maybe are new, I have a 18-month-old daughter. So she is actually starting daycare a couple of days uh, this year in 2023. So I'm excited to have a bit more time where when I'm at work, I'm at work and I'm not trying to split my time yeah. with um, watching her. And then also when I'm home, hopefully to make that time special time yes. where I'm just bonding with her and not trying to yeah. Think distract her yeah. while being on my laptop. So I'm really excited about that. Can you believe that you're going to have like 18 employees or 18 team it members? It probably will be more. Yeah, by the end of the year for sure. I'm Because I think it's already like, I know it's definitely 18, but yeah. I'm pretty sure it's going to be 19 and yeah. then we're already talking to two more. So I reckon it'll be over 20. Is it that? It, does that blow your mind? It doesn't, like it does, but I just don't really think about it because I always think about you all as individuals. I don't think about it as like a group. I'm just like, well, you know. Yeah, but like there's 20 people working under you. I know. No, it's, it's great. Yeah. But I guess I just don't think about it Yeah, like that. Yeah. You know, we had our um, Christmas party the other day and there was a couple of um, people that couldn't come because of sickness yeah. and stuff. But it still seems like a nice little group. It is. Yeah. It definitely is. We're the, we're the best. Oh, <laughs> of course. We're the coolest people. <laughs> we're the coolest people we know. <laughs> no, but I mean in terms but of But I like, just mean like growth. Like it's oh, just yes. like that's, that's so crazy. Like I feel like at the, even at the start of the year we – I don't remember I even – I think it was under 10. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like and then, you know, like already it's already mm. – which is so cool. So cool. Yeah. And again, I think we have a hundred percent 
retention of our staff from last year. Yeah, which is which is incredible. A and sometimes, but sometimes it's like just unavoidable. People take mat leave. People yeah. move away. Like yeah. it's not that's not a negative thing. Or just like go to uni. Yeah, it just sort of works out this year, which yeah, is so, so great. Cool. So again, something I'm excited for team. Love my team. I'm so blessed. So I just really want to nurture them more, put more time and energy, and I just think it comes back to you ten mm. billion fold. Uh, and then I'm also really looking forward to like sort of having more of a plan. Like even though 2022 was incredible for all of the opportunities that came up and the things that popped up, it did sort of divert a lot of projects that yep. I sort of had wanted to do because I had to put my full focus into. Yep the takeover and the new growth and just even like the whole like legal side of it there was so much time and energy that went into research and Mm -hmm. lawyers and accountants and all of that stuff which again is all part of it but um I didn't anticipate it yeah so it was like it was so exciting because again it was not something that I envisaged Mm. But I guess this year I know at least I've got that. I have plans for for more growth and maybe more locations. But I guess as well I can sort of sit back and go, well, I've been able to accomplish this. Like what what can we do next? That might not even it might not be bigger. It might just be more, or it might be different. I'm mm. just yeah, I just sort of a bit more excited to have an idea. Well, to sort of know what I'm going in with, and then being able to go from there. Yeah, I always, I feel like 2022 was like a preparation here yeah. and then like this year is going to be like growth mm. and like yeah like putting that prep into work now yeah because we did a lot of trials a lot yeah. of a lot of learning a lot of new things that we mm. like just started implementing like um last year and now now that's like our, our definite sort of routine Flow. yeah like our routine. workshops yeah. summer camps winter camps yes so I feel like, yeah, I can't wait to be like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's such a growth year, I feel yeah. like. And yeah. I do think, like we said, and I've seen so many memes about like, you know, people being like, why do I feel so tired? Like, why do I feel really tired this year? I'm pretty lucky. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel that tired, but not to say that I don't at times. And I think that coming from 2020 into 2021 into 2022, there was just this sense of, dread even Mm. when we were starting like what will this year look like like will I make it through this year like there was so much pressure and there's always pressure owning a business and you know there's I'm not to say that you know you still don't have financial stresses like I know I certainly do but and again that just and obviously there's no there's no certainties in life absolutely but I think that I feel a bit more positive going Mm. and sorry not a bit more a lot more positive going into 2023 knowing that you know at least we'll be able to be in class yes that's how I feel yeah where the other few years I just was like well like because we'll play it by ear yeah because particularly again everyone was different around the world but Australia at some points had very strict lockdown Mm. rules and we had a lot and businesses had a lot of uh rules that we had to do in terms of people and spaces and it was just so time consuming and draining like obviously we wanted to do the right thing but it was just a whole other thing that we had to manage yeah um which we didn't anticipate I don't think Mm. so that's what I'm looking forward to as a studio owner Mm -hmm. now moving into sort of like some sort of exciting things that, uh, that I see on the horizon for the industry as a whole so like studio owners the dance industry 
I, again, I think my first point was about having more certainty. So I'm just so happy for that. More theatre experiences, more jobs for dancers, just a lot more workshops. It's just a lot – there's just a lot more. Yeah. Um, And what I've written is more professional development. And Mm. I have noticed – and we've had to do it too. There's been a lot of shift into uh, online learning, which I think is fantastic and has its place, of course. And I think it's so great, again, to be able to have it – for international people mm. who don't have the finances or the time or can't leave their families yep. for, you know, a few days to yep. f- fly 24 hours doesn't yeah. make sense. Um, but I do think that I'm seeing uh, more professional development opportunities popping up in person again, mm-hmm. which is so exciting. And, you know, I have it on my vision board to be able to go to America in the next few years and go to uh, some of the summer – Yeah. Uh, they're not called festivals. What are they? In, not uh, intensives. No, no, no. Oh, it's like conventions. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, gosh. Yeah. We got there. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the summer conventions, the dance teacher conventions. I just think, well, again, maybe it's just all in my head, but from what I've seen on socials, like, mm. the particularly the US conventions are, like, on Next another level. level. Yeah. Like, we have nice ones. Yeah, but Australia. they're not they're like not, that. They're not like that. They're, no. like, you know, one room – with yeah, like a few some people, and <laughs> like, just a couple of biscuits in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're still gr- they're good, <laughs> yeah. and I've been to some really good ones. But yeah. um, I just mean like I, when I look at the timetables from some of the US ones, there's like five ballrooms at one time. Amazing! Can you imagine? Oh, mm. incredible! <laughs> um, so that's what I'm looking forward to for the industry. Uh, I'm also really looking forward to it in the industry, like getting back into my own coaching. Like I haven't really had a coach in the longest time. I haven't, um, when I first started, I found a program that worked really well for me at the time, but it just, again, maybe I outgrew it or it just wasn't the right one for me anymore. And I have looked for something, something that I felt really connected to. And I've tried things in this industry and out of the industry and it's not, really worked for yeah. me or not even it's not worked no that's not the right word it's just I haven't I've done it and I felt like I got lots of stuff out of it but I didn't feel really connected to it so mm. I'm really looking forward to next year being a part of a program that I feel connected with like with my coach yeah but also with the other people in the group I hope that um well it's meant to sort of be for studio owners at a certain level so mm. and a certain level meaning experience at, at at like how many years open or sort of student numbers because you do go through different things Mm. um, versus when you first start out. It's just like when you first start out or you have sort of under 100 students, it's this intense growth, intensity time, but it it, it does shift as you get more experience in the amount of years uh, owning your business or potentially. With with more students, to be honest, becomes more problems. So yeah, <laughs> like it comes, it comes a lot of other good yeah. things, but um, things pop up. It's a lot. Yeah, there's just a there's more. Anyway, it's just different. So I think it's really good to find a program that's sort of catered for that. Yeah. Um. So I'm really really excited for Exciting. that. Um. And then for the for assemble, I have four things listed that I'm excited for. So my first thing listed is more interaction. So it's Mm. sort of similar to what we were talking about with the sort of shift in the podcast. Now we have this more conversational, conversational, casual style. style. I I just like talking to people and connecting with people. It's what I've always been good at. Yeah. 
And it's I and it's funny because if you were to put me in a room with strangers, I would feel so stressed about it mm. and I would be like, Ugh. but if I'm in a room with people who I know we have a connection in some way or I know we have a similar passion, I could talk to people for hours yeah. and like you guys about um, business growth and business management and what inspires me as a business owner and all of these things. I, and I love it. So I'm looking forward to more interaction with the podcast listeners yeah. as well as other dance studio owners, whether it be me as a guest at a professional development or me as a speaker or are people in my coaching program. So I, last year I was able to fly and be a speaker at a small business convention, which was really wonderful. And that was such a great experience. So I mm. hope to be able to do that more uh, next year as well and also um your retreat if you with the assembly yes i'm yeah yeah you're going forward on my list oh, right? sorry <laughs> <laughs> but that all is a part of it like um more interaction yeah because i so i went to stacy morgan's uh business retreat last year and that's where i was a guest speaker obviously check that out she's fantastic i think the next this year they're doing it at byron i Depending mm. on the dates, I'd love to go again. Yeah. Uh, it was so, so great. And I also went on another retreat with my mm. kind of business group. Yeah. That was also in Byron. <laughs> and yeah. it was a great location for a business retreat. Um, <laughs> but it it was so great. Again, that retreat was just with general business owners. So yeah. everyone was in different industry. It was really exciting. Just focusing on the business, talking about, you know, the struggles of owning a business and the struggles of managing and also like the amazingness that it is and like it's just it's just so different it's something that not everyone understands so it was really great to be with like-minded people um so that also was I'm looking forward to uh I'm on the podcast looking forward to having more guests I feel like we haven't had um new guests in a while we just kind of went yeah in in a little bit and just sort of did a a few solo episodes and then because I guess I talk to you all the time now on the podcast it does feel like I have someone around but I think getting back into guests would be so so cool yeah um I just also knew sort of towards the end of the year everyone's so busy Mm. and sort of reevaluating what works for them so moving into a new year I'm looking forward to having more guests who are experts in their area yeah. Um, and being able to bring them on. And I know as well, I'm so lucky with the team that I have being able to kind of bring you guys on to share what you're fantastic at. Mm. Um, so that is something I hope to continue. Yeah. Um, but also get industry experts yeah. as well, which awesome. will be fantastic. Uh, I'm really looking forward to my new sort of masterclass structure. So mm-hmm. for those who missed um, the episode where I spoke about it, next year we are moving to a different kind of model. We're testing out a monthly masterclass option, whether that be just to you know purchase a casual pass or whether you want to do sort of a monthly membership. And we are going to be doing like diving deep so for about 90 minutes per masterclass in a certain topic so Mm. again if that's something that you're really interested in you can purchase that pass or if it's not you can sort of you know miss that month or catch the recording whatever works best for you Uh, and then for those who also missed it we are also on top of that offering the assemble which is a more comprehensive coaching program that is personalized to a small group of dance studio owners um and then there's inclusions of things like the masterclass and stuff. Yep. So that is going to be really, really exciting. And kind of to touch back on what Mariah was saying about having my own retreat is that as a part of that group, 
as a part of my excitement about having more interaction with other dance studio owners and my coaching clients is that I do hope to host my own retreat next year. Mm. Uh, Location pending, depending on like if everyone's Queensland based or if everyone's international, like, I don't know, maybe I'll have to fly overseas. So Mm. we'll just have to sort of see that, but that's got an optional. So I haven't included that in the price just to make sure it's as affordable for everyone as possible. Um, But that would be, that has been a massive goal of mine to be able to bring people together and have guests there and just create such a really like nurturing Mm, and inspiring experience. Mariah will probably be there. So that'll yes, be- yes, she will be. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like that's so lovely to have something like that where dance studio owners like it doesn't have to be like a competition or it no. does. It's not a toxic. It, it doesn't need to be like no. that. Like everyone can learn something from everyone, and yeah. I just think that's so awesome um, to have that opportunity mm. to to be able to do that. Yeah. And I think there's a big difference as well between a conference and a retreat where like, I think both are fantastic, but I really did notice a difference at the retreat. um, I went to at the end of the year, there was just like, you know, we did like a Pilates session together. So there was just time to just sort of spend in your thoughts. And then there was sort of downtime to chat and like, you know, have you guys been through this? There was like Mm. sharing. So it was just, it was really, really great. Um, Unfortunately, they don't do um, the. It was called the Founders Team, which was I was yeah. a part of, which was really awesome. But um, it's discontinuing. Discontinued. She decided to go in another yeah. direction. Yeah, so fine. Yeah, but again, it did, it did inspire me to sort yeah. of jump into and create something like that myself. Yeah. So TBC because just depending on yeah. the group, but also really looking forward to more connection. I'm um, getting to know a small group of dance studio owners and having like our own sort of. Yeah, because I was going to say, gang. yeah, with the assembly, you yeah. can connect with people. You're going to be able to do it weekly. Mm. Yeah, um, that's with what all I'm really the different for. sessions that you've got um, planned. So that's that's going to be awesome. Yes, that is, and I'm so so excited for all of those things. Now, the last couple of things I want to touch on is some trends that I think I might see or we might expect to see in 2023. So we talked a little bit about um, off-air social media. So what is a couple of things that you think we might expect to see? Um yeah, cool. I've also like already started to see mm. um, a change in um, photos coming back to Instagram mm. um, over real content. We did share, I think, about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that was a change that Instagram had made um, late end of last year. Um, and I, I definitely have already started to see it, which mm. is so good. Um, I think that you can get such a different... Um, I don't know. Reels are great, but photos are just, they just tell a different story. Yeah, it's just and different. And that was what Instagram and stuff was meant yeah. to be for. So it was just a bit silly, but yeah. they're definitely, it's more even now in the yeah. push of yeah. content. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to get back into focusing mm. also on photos. Yeah. Um, we sort of just had to be like, Ooh. yeah, I oh, need to make this into real, need yeah. to make this into real. Um, so it will be nice to just have a mixture of both because I think both are going to be, um, really good for organic um, reach and, mm-hmm. and that. So that's something that I am excited about mm-hmm. um, social media wise. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And then in terms of advertising, paid advertising, mm. organic advertising, do mm. you, can you sense 
Like I feel like paid advertising is obviously here to stay because everyone yes. wants to make money in yes. terms of you know Google yep. and Facebook ads. Yeah, is there a platform that you think it's going to be getting more reach, or do you think again just sort of back to the roots of doing some paid advertising, some organic advertising? Yeah. I think I think a mixture of both, mm-hmm. um, like using your organic, like they sort of need to work together, yeah. um, is important, and I think. Depending on where whoever you want to reach, like where your audience mm. is, is going to be where the best place is to put your ads. Um, like I feel like a lot of um, parents mm. and um, like, you know, like high school kids' parents are on more so Facebook, mm-hmm. whereas I feel like with our little um, petites, which is like two to five right. or like – I feel like a lot of their parents are on Instagram because they that that's, that's just their generation are. that yeah. grew up with Instagram and um so I think it just depends on who your audience base is where your ads should be yeah. um but I definitely don't think that ads are going away no um I think they'll be there more prominently but and yeah I think it, I think organic and and paid needs to work together yeah and I'm interested as well and maybe we can do an episode about this um in the next few weeks about kind of looking at old school paper advertising again mm-hmm. because it was a real lean away from it because yeah. it, there wasn't – you weren't getting anywhere near as bang for your buck. There yeah. was no way to kind of track who mm. who was finding out about what. Um, I'm just interested always to kind of come back and go, oh, is, is it working again or is it not or how can we get – PR or yeah. things like that. So that'll be um, interesting to keep an eye on. Maybe an episode we can come back to if people yeah. are interested in that. Um, the other two trends I expect to see in 2023, I think there's going to be a bit of an influx towards the end of the year of new businesses in mm. general, but as a result, new dance studios. Yeah. So whether that means there is more competition for us, uh, I don't know because I do think there probably was quite a few studios that either sold or shut down um, during the COVID period or post-COVID mm. being like, you know, I've had a good run. I've just – my priorities have shifted. I noticed yeah. a lot of people talking about that. Yeah. Their priorities have changed. They just – they didn't feel passion for it anymore. They love being home with yeah. their family or, um, you know – a different career or got into studying more. Yeah. And so it just sort of wasn't the right fit for them. And so they shut down. So I don't actually even know whether there'll be more competition or just be sort of like a leveling mm. back basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do feel a sense of either in the sort of the next one to two years, there's probably going to be a, a bit of an influx or, or you might notice a few smaller boutique sort of studios mm. popping up um, with a maybe more of a specific – Niche. Uh, niche, which is very smart yeah. um, because uh, that's sort of an easier way to target and market to yeah. those specific people. So yeah. I, that's a trend that I do expect to see. Uh, and then lastly, the trend in general is just more in-person events. Mm-hmm. So I just think that there's going to be more workshops, more guest teachers, more professional development, more in-person coaching, more retreats, just yeah. a lot of connection. I mm-hmm. feel I can expect 
I think we should expect to see in 2023, which I think is lovely. Yeah. Um, well, lovely for those who like to connect. And yeah. for those who don't, I'm sure they'll still be... <laughs> they'll still be online. Yeah, things. they'll still be online things. Exactly. So I feel like for so long we got used to the world feeling quite small. Like it was easy to get to places. It was easy to do this. And then with COVID, we shut down. It was like, oh, like yeah. even interstate was so far. We, w- we weren't allowed to go with you know, out of our small community. So I think it's lovely to be able to travel again. And I do probably sense um, a lot of dance studios starting to plan overseas trips Mm. now that, you know, technically you can probably travel with COVID and it's not a deal breaker. Like I just heard of so many horror stories of people who had ventured out to like go overseas again and then I had to keep get COVID and like had to like, what do you do? Do you have to stay in the hotel with them? Then you, it was just so stressful. So, um, I feel like, again, there's going to be a, a wave of yeah. overseas trips sort of planning cool. and maybe that's something we might look at doing. Mm. Maybe I could tie it in with my US your retreat. <laughs> oh, your convention. <laughs> I've always really wanted to go. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. So that is all that I have planned for today's episode. I hope uh, that that inspires you, gets you excited for the year ahead. I would love to hear what you are excited for in 2023. I hope that you've taken some time out to do some planning. If you haven't, maybe in the next few days you could find a notebook, a little quiet space with a little coffee or a hot chocolate or a Mm. little glass of vino and, (laughs) you know, write down your goals and your dreams for this year and then we can chat more next week about how to put those into action. So you really have to have an idea of where you want to go to be able to achieve those goals. So uh, that is a little sneak peek for next week's episode. Uh, But until then, I hope you have a great day wherever you are in the world. Happy New Year. Woo! Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblé Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.